Laura. And I'm Lisa. And this is the Paid Media Playbook, where we talk to marketing professionals about their challenges, tactics, and triumphs. Join us here at Double Z Media for weekly conversations about media strategies for marketing leaders. Laura, I don't know about you, but I feel like I cannot throw a rock without hitting someone who wants to explain AI to me. Exactly. I feel the same way. I've been kind of overwhelmed with all the different types now because now that Bing has one, like Microsoft has one. But for me, when I started ChatGPT, I really liked it, but it's not incredibly helpful in some ways it is to put things in order is kind of nice but yeah it's new it's cool yeah there's this really funny like pop culture dichotomy where we have you know the terminator and skynet idea of ai versus the predictive text autocorrect on your phone that cannot get the word right like no i really did mean weather not weather please stop thank you very much Oh, no, it's so true. And I was really frustrated. And I get this, but it really bothered me that I was trying to write a song for this group. And I wanted to get some ideas because I know that it's never going to do anything really, really cool and clever. Mm -hmm. But long story short, I tried to explain it was a Christmas song. And I tried to explain, hey, I want Santa's elves to be complaining about Santa. And they're on the North Pole. And I want you to do it to the song We Are the Champions. Okay, so I did that. And I said, now, have the elves complain. Now, what would they do if they were getting really, really mad? And chat GBT, anytime I use like any derogatory terms, would just come right back to me and say, no, you should think of resolving your problems by talking it out. <laughs> and like telling me, and I'm like, this is like a fantasy situation here. Can you please allow me to have an argument with somebody? And they really wouldn't let me get anything that even went towards violence or something. That was very frustrating, was just how everything has to be really happy and great. So I don't like the control that somebody has over it, but I guess I understand that it can get out of control and they don't want to be responsible for somebody doing something stupid. But that said, there's predictive text. And machine learning, as you're noticing, is only as good as the models it's been trained on. So all of this predictive text is based on a lot of information that they probably don't have rights to, but they're using anyway (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, to sort of teach the algorithm, if you will, to try to guess what you want. It's fascinating to see this being used on such a large scale for language because it's something that you and I have been using to great success for, like you said, data and numbers for years mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in our digital advertising. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I mean, it really has put us ahead of the curve, I feel like, because we've been using it for so long. And I mean, it came with all the different kinds of software that we subscribe to. So we don't really know how those algorithms work, but we've depended on them for years to figure out and refine who our audiences are and who we're targeting. It's totally invaluable. I don't know how it works either, but you don't need to know how it works to know if it's giving you the right answer or not. Sort of like your experience with ChatGPT. Right. You can see the output and say like, like, absolutely not. Or, hey, yes, that's great. Yeah, you're on the right track. But exactly. We've been doing that just by, you're right, data and levers and so to speak in our software. It's just not language. It's not text. So that is interesting. Now it's so average person facing that the things that we've been doing forever, people are just starting to understand how 
how do you target all these different people? Now they're <laughs> starting to get it because it was kind of a magic thing for so long. These data companies have all this information and then we're able to go in and find all of this data and all of these algorithms. You know, once we have an idea of who we're serving our ad to, when we set up all of our targeting parameters, machine learning software we use is then able to evaluate, you know, yes, the data segment of, uh, I don't know, people who like yoga is performing slightly better than the data segment of people who frequently attend yoga classes. And just that like really small distinction that as a human being with a human brain, I would never be able to see those differences in performance. But the computer is just able to analyze so much more information so much more quickly that it can say, oh, People who own dogs are more likely to convert if we serve them an ad at two in the afternoon, but people who like to walk their dog are more likely to convert if you show them an ad at 8 p.m. Like that kind of shit, just so nuanced and technical in a way that, I mean, if you had a million years, you could look at all the data points and come up with the same answer, but you don't have a million years when you have a exactly. week to sell yeah, a show. Totally. And I love that we're able to place that, take those and find them wherever they're at. I think it's interesting to think that we could use that data to anonymously, but find those people. It's oh, yeah. relevant. It's mm -hmm. relevant. It's not like chat GPT. Which doesn't, it really doesn't help. I mean, like I tried to get it to put stuff like, hey, tell me this. And it, it really, it gets really wordy. It gets really trite. It's like, oh, there's nothing clever about it. Even when I tried to get it like, do this like Amy Schumer. And they made it bad still. So I think it's a lot of training. And just like what you're doing when you're working in that software, over time, these campaigns get better and better because we're kind of teaching it, hey, this is right. This is good. Let's put more money towards this one. Let's put more creative towards this one. Well, we also have the benefit of having concrete goals. You know, best case True. scenario, we would have a conversion pixel, maybe even a revenue pixel placed. And then the program can read like, oh, this ad got more money for us. That's obviously great. Even when we don't have those things set up, we still tell it, you know, hey, we want more clicks or we want a better video completion rate. There are mm -hmm. very concrete rails that the algorithm can use to compare that's, its own performance. Oh, that's such a good point. You're right. Because I'm like, just make it good. Just make it good. <laughs> and you're right. You're right. When you have clear KPIs that you're going to be looking at, like, I need to get to this or I want to get to this, it's easier for that algorithm It actually knows work. what its goal is. You have mm -hmm. to know what your goal is in order to accomplish it, right? And it's so much harder with language than with numbers. At least I think so. <laughs> no, it's true. It's like ChatGPT on various channels that I have are so long that I'm mm -hmm. like, should I start over? Is it just ruined? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I have too much information. It's overthinking. And I need no, to simplify that's the it. opposite. I, know, I am still I know. running the same campaign for one of our clients. It's technically the same tactic that's been running for two years now. And it's all of that data it can keep considering every time I add a new audience or new creative. It has all of that historical information that's so important. True. When I say refreshing, it's like mm -hmm. 
clickbait. I accidentally click on this super cheesy thing, or I don't accidentally click on it. I totally <laughs> click on it, but I don't want that to be my newsfeed, so to speak, or whatever I'm dealing with online. Don't click on that, Laura. But that's what I'm saying when I say refresh is like, can you just, I guess, get rid of all my cookies and get rid of everything? That's all I'm saying with my current issue. Yeah, you can only add information. You can't choose to exclude some of it. One of our coworkers is very proud that she has perfected her TikTok newsfeed to only show her cats and baked goods. And that's work because it really wants to show you other stuff. And so you have to keep telling it, nope, only this. Nope, only this. Only things that make me smile. Get out of here with your rage bait. Wow, that's great. And that really that stresses so me out. That's probably great. why I don't use like Instagram discovery or TikTok or any of those because I get distracted and have one video up for too long. It thinks I love it now. Right. Yeah. And it makes you feel bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. You get distracted by one thirst trap on TikTok and you can never get your feedback. Like you said, it's ruined. What we are really seeing is that so much of what we interact with is sort of decided by all of these different computers trying to accomplish some kind of goal. And what that goal is really hinges on the people telling it what to do. ChatGPT is this new shiny toy that everyone's really excited about. It seems like it can do some neat stuff. But I'll say that as far as teaching a machine what you want, numbers are king. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. I still think that it would have been really helpful in high school. (laughs) Oh, my favorite (laughs) description I've ever heard of ChatGPT was, it sounds like someone trying to hit the word limit for their book report. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Oh my God. Yeah. It just adds fluff. And it's like, I I tried to do a dating really quick. I tried to do a dating profile, like redo my dating profile on it. I was like, I like boats. I like the water. It's going, oh, to be out at sea. And, (laughs) you know, my life is dependent on being in the water. It was very like fluffy and creepy. And I would never, ever say that. It was too much. It's cheesy as hell. (laughs) It was cheesy as hell. It really took my love of boats and it tried to make it a poem that was bad. (laughs) Maybe sad. So never, ever, ever do a dating profile with ChatGPT because it will be just too much. FYI, anybody Dating profiles out, conversion optimizations in. That's our verdict on machine learning. (laughs) It's good for advertising. Thank you for listening to the Paid Media Playbook. Want more content like this? Sign up for our newsletter at doublezmedia.com slash newsletter. You can also find the link in the episode description. (laughs) 